a disgrace. No. No. You are not my father. I am not a disgrace. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. I'm a thug, yeah. These new kids don't know nothing about being no thug. I'm a real thug. I'm an O-G-M-A-D-E-A. Preparation. <laughs> uh, we have finally returned um, amidst two pandemics um, to do this wonderful show that you all love, you know, affectionately known to the to the community, to the culture. As uh, oh, I don't know if we're known to the culture yet, but we might be one day. <laughs> You know, but known as a uh, black on that bullshit. So welcome back, Brandon. Oh my gosh, it's great to be back, and welcome back, Black Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, guys. Black Lives Matter. Welcome back. Um, Ooh, damn. Sorry. It, yeah, it's yes. so great. Got it. Uh, to, to right all the time. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's what? That has to be the most catchiest thing I've ever heard. You I ever did. like come and chime too? I don't want to that. <laughs> no one expected to uh, follow, and I'm happy that it happened. Yeah, well, so am I. So, guys, welcome Thanks. back. It is episode 11. 11. Episode. 11. It is a, a crazy world going on out there, and we have a lot of topics. Yeah. And uh, and I think we have kind of a fun show. It's like I said, um, it has definitely been uh, a lot of planning, guys. We are supposed to have done this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many Sundays ago, but you're getting it now. And uh, yeah, I think you'll be pleasantly pleased. So, with no further ado, I think we're just going to jump right in. Let's do it. So, so now, guys, we're entering our favorite segment and your favorite segment called Shoot the Shit. And this is a segment, if you guys don't know and haven't been following, or maybe it's just been so long since we did an episode where, you know, we just come up with something crazy and, and you know, we just kind of riff on it for a while. So, you know, this is we've got a couple of those. First and foremost, starting with, you know, we're in the midst of everything that's going on with the protest and, and the rioting and all that stuff. You know, it, it, you got to arm yourself with, you know, with the best possible team, you know, to, 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 to go out there and march for, you know, all the injustices that are taking place. So I'm asking fictional, you know, from any fictional team, who would you take with you to protest? And it could be anybody, any fictional team or person or persons that you can think of. 
Yeah, um, if I'm going first, because I know you asked the question, I think you guys already doubtingly, undoubtedly know what my answer is going to be. And that is going to be the Power uh, Rangers. Uh. <laughs> Why would you do that? I mean, anybody who's listening to this show for an episode probably could have figured that you were going to do this one. I mean, that yeah. you're going to do the, the, the Power Rangers. I mean, but let me yeah. explain why, though. First off, let's Go start by it. the outpouring of support that um, just as a company, um, the people that they partner with as far as the streaming services, like Nickelodeon, who did a um, no-showing of service for 8 minutes and 49 seconds for George Floyd's uh, passing. But also just uh, the Rangers have been advocates themselves in season five of Power Rangers. No, I'm sorry, that's season six. No, that is not. Wait, season five. One, two, three, four, five. No, it's six. I'm so sorry. That is six. Um, Only you would make such a stipulation. I know, right? Uh, I have to really just sit there and count. Um, Season six of Power Rangers, which was uh, Power Rangers in Space, is one of the many uh, most memorable moments, I would say, of Power Rangers galvanizing community to uh, address the biggest, you know, the, the bigger deal which was mm. astronomer and her attacks on the world for countdown um, to destruction. That was uh, that episode. When that episode, mm. the Power Rangers uh, were actually in hiding because of the destruction of their swords and um, their powers were low and they had an Andros was missing to go find Zordon to uh, save the world. But the other six, five Rangers were left behind. But before, you know, they got a chance to really fight back and differently to rejuvenate their powers, astronomer came down to Earth and she said, well, if I can't get the Rangers, I will destroy you all. And who stood mm. up for them? The humans. All the humans from Angel Girls stood up and said, if you want the Power Rangers, you're gonna get us, all of us together. And mm. not only did the Power Rangers usher and stop them, but they started the fight. The humans came in and helped them win the fight. Um, Fighter Piranatron with skillets, spikes, and in Bokusko's um, case, uh, both you know, skull trip and you know they, they made some accidents on the way. So the proof is in the pudding with galvanizing community and being there for community. Power Rangers is the best way. Get the mm. Mm. Why you laugh? Okay. Well, Brandon, I gotta tell you, um, not surprised at all. To be honest with you, I'm Just... happy. Not surprised at all that you picked that. I mean, it's a stellar choice. I mean, they sound like the perfect reason to do it. They sound like the perfect choice. Yeah. I mean, and, and it would be nice to have suits that, you know, stop you from taking impact and stuff during that. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely know. see it. But if they would share the power of, like, Buffy, it would be great, too. Oh, that would be just fantastic. Like, if they could give you, like, a minimized version, yeah. you know, like, you get out of the armor and there's... That would be actually pretty cool. Like, if they wanted to dub somebody you know, a temporary ranger for the time being, you know, they divert some of their power from their suit to them. So, you know, like say for example, if their suits look like the movie version, then they would lose all that armor and go back to like the practical looking suits while uh-huh. somebody would get like minimum, you know, Power Ranger armor. That would like, be great. That would be That would so be a buffy move. That would be great. Yeah, you should write it. Thanks, I will. Yeah. I love it. 100%. Like, who's your team? Who will be your team or fictional person? Well, guys, 
um, I kind of goofed and said it earlier in the episode when I was trying to chastise Brandon there, but um, I, I, mine would be the X-Men. Um, it would be yeah. the X-Men because, I mean, you know, they're with the shit. You know? Who gets a coming like the huh? So who really uh, gets oppression like the X Men? Like the X Men, if anybody gets it, if anybody's gonna be with the shits on this whole thing, it's definitely gonna be them. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're coming in, they're wearing their suits, they're coming in in the jet. You know, Storm is is changing the weather so that they can come into the walk in via the mist. You know, uh, Iceman is definitely controlling the temperature. You know, keeping it nice and cool for us. Yes. You know, and uh, and 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 we have black people leading the black X Men leading, and the white ones in the back. You know, so we got <laughs> Storm. Is a team. Yeah, I mean Storm is a team at this time. You know, Storm is a head of the team at this time. Maybe you know, mm-hmm. we have Bishop up there. You know, um, maybe Prodigy. Oh, the other girls. Fine. The other girls can sit this out. You said what? I said Prodigy with his fine ass. He is quite fine, isn't he? That fade, if they made that fade so sexy, it's ridiculous. That and I mean, and it's perfect. Him and Bishop, you know, yeah. Bishop. They finally drew him like you know, like they got oh, some damn sense, right? I was like, like, like they got some sense. Yeah. So you know, finally, you know, you know, the Jericho's finally did, and mm-hmm. you know, he's got. This is great. So I love it. So the X-Men definitely, because if anybody, you know, we're coming in peace, of course, you know, but if anybody wants to get crazy and pull out shields or batons or tear gas or anything like that, you know, I already know the girls, you know, are going to just be ready to go at a moment's notice and we're going to win. Period. So, period. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's it for that one. Uh, what do we have? Oh, that's it for that one. But now, for those of you who have been watching Insecure, a lot of things that have been going around around the internet is that they are rating the men's, the men's, the men's, yes, yeah, from from Insecure, and we've seen a couple of lists, right, Brandon? You know, yeah. Um, I just want to shout out to the Vulture. Uh, I don't know yeah. what you're smoking, sis. <laughs> is it crack? Is that what you're on? I, I just crack as whack. I get it, but something there. There's something there. Um, it looks like Beth having fucking Daniel at 23. Having all of having Lawrence at like 24. I was just like under under Molly's dad. I mean, guys, literally. I shit you not. Like, I shit you not, guys. It was so weird. It was so weird to see. Go ahead and, and 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 you guys can search this list. What is it? The vulture? Yeah, it's the vulture. Um, I would put culture in front of it, huh? I said, of course, we will have a link later. But I think that um, yeah, it's from thevulture.com and by Holly. I'm not Holly Hunter. Um, Hunter. I was gonna say Mr. Incredible. No, <laughs> but um, it, it was it was a mess. It was a mess. It was, the- it was a giant mess. Giant mess. I mean, I'm talking Molly's dad. The the old Nigerian guy mm-hmm. is ahead of of Daniel Lawrence Drew like fine ass man. I just I just it's a mess. But and then there's been people on Twitter. You know, Instagram is a very popular girl. I mean, uh, Insecure is a very popular girl. So you know, everybody's talking about them now. But me and Brandon have come up with our own, you know, top five of these men's. Yeah. You know, for the show. And we're going to go and explain them one by one. So, Brandon, I'm going to start with my number five. Okay. 
you know? And uh, I think my number five is going to be Neighbor Bay. Neighbor now, Bay. Was, Neighbor Bay, yes. Now, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, there was a young man um, who lived next to Issa in one of the previous seasons. He was a younger guy. You know? What did you say? I think it was season two. Yeah, season two. And he was a younger guy. And, you know, uh, they definitely, you know, they, they, they had a little session. You know, it was it was it was it was weird, but I, you know, it was cute. You know, and uh, I think if if I had to have number five, like I said, it would definitely be Neighbor Bay because he was definitely cute and, and definitely still is now. So, yeah, him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, my number five was hard. I really like have an issue. We're actually just putting all of these down, actually, but. Um, my number five was definitely Mr. Robinson, which is our current neighbor, right? Oh, my goodness. Um, he is, I, one, I find him extremely funny. The last uh, comments that he made um, on Insecure when they all like, bust up in her apartment was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Oh, gosh. Um, and I just honestly, he got, like, I have like this uh, daddy complex. In some form of fashion, I hate to say. Mm, I was just about to say, but you know, I didn't want to like drag you on the show. Yeah, no, no. I, I just, I think I do have like a. I've been attracted to older men for a long, long time. Um, Same sense. Yeah, and uh, and I also think he kind of got the meat. So. Um, mm. He definitely seems like he wears those cookout sandals. Uh, you and, know, and, like, and those. Yeah, like little big t-shirts and the uh, and kind of like those. He wears boxers because he wants. Them. Oh, for sure. I mean, Effie wears them. Right, exactly. You know, he, he definitely yeah. does that. So I would you can definitely see that bulge hanging to the side. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like, like it's just nothing. You know, like, you're not going to correct that? No, because there's nothing there. Do you see, do you see something? I actually yeah. do. <laughs> but, yeah, Mr. Robinson kind of gets me. He makes me a little hot. Yeah. I can definitely understand it. I can see it. I definitely am here for it. Um... Okay, so moving right on to number fours. My number four is going to be Mr. Lawrence. Okay. Now, he was definitely not even top five until recently when he got that haircut. On uh, the previous episode when he went out on the date? Yes. That man looked looked different. It, It just was something was different about him. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. I, I don't. I don't know what it was, but it's yeah, just yeah. like all of a sudden, it's just like, whoa, Lawrence. He's scared. You know, like, he just flipped, and I was like, I can see. I can see why Issa, you know, wants to, uh, you know, get in those jeans. So yeah. I love it. You know, uh, Lawrence, like I said, definitely earned his way up to number four, and um, it's just fantastic. He looks great. Um, those of you who are caught up, he looks fantastic. So, so you know that smile, the beard combo, the short hair. I, you know, normally I'm I advocate for black men wearing their hair however they want, you know. But Lawrence with that short haircut, it's just something about it, and that beard, I, I, that smile. I just, I don't know, you know, it just it just got me. So yeah, Lawrence is definitely my number four. Okay, so my number four. This is hard, um, and I only want to put them two together because I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not putting people together. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you should. Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh, because they're they're roomies. Uh, Andrew and Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't choose because one I already told. You, I don't know how I feel about Asian Bay or Andrew. Uh, 
Only because uh, I think it's true. He is, first of all, he's amazing looking. His lips are really fat. Uh, I love when his hair like parts on the side and kind of like swoops. Yes. Down. And swoops. Yeah, and oh, it on the, it's very like Leonardo DiCaprio, but yes. every color. So I love it. It makes me twitch. And yeah. um, Nate, actually, I really think that possibly Nate could be higher on my list. But Nate is so iffy. So and, and, and the reason why I also feel that way about Andrew is I do think that he's going to leave Molly eventually. And he's oh, he's definitely going to leave Molly. I mean, I, I, I don't know why he's still there. Yeah, even though he's more direct, I think that, you know, and I think he wants to be there. I do feel like in my own way, for some reason, I feel like he's about to start pulling away where he is pulling away. And, I mean, that's, just... that's because of Molly, though. Hmm. Why? So that's my thing. Molly is just being Molly. Like she's she's being destructive and is not aware of it. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you why. I think that hopefully we'll get some deeper uh, insight. But um, mm-hmm. she's being destructive in her own ways and in, in, in her own way. And I just I think he's seeing how she operates. You know, yeah. like it's not changing. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think it's cool now. You know, but I definitely I I just I definitely think that you know he's gonna probably want to evaluate things. And I wouldn't be against it because the girl homegirl, if you let your best friend go like that over 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 something that you know you could that could have been talked about. I mean, what are you gonna do for me? You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. You know, like yeah, I said, I definitely see, I definitely foresee sabotage in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, what about your third? Number three. Uh, now, I don't have two people for number three. I just have one person. So. Okay. Well, well, yeah. Forget you. Forget you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Wow>. I have, <laughs> I have, um, I have, who do I have? Oh, gosh. I have TSA Bay for number three. You know, he, you know, he's not, you know, he's a lot of things, okay? You know, he's, 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 he's entertaining. You know, he's, 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 he's got, he's very passionate. You know, he's funny, you know, and, and, and he be just putting it down. Yeah. You know, you ever, you ever, you ever heard that song, Brandy and, and Chris Brown? I didn't do the lyrics. Yeah, but I didn't do the lyrics right. But you, you pretty much. I think when I think about that song, I think about TSA Bay. Okay. Because he definitely was tearing, you know, tearing these up, and you know, and and who wouldn't like, you know, to get through TSA without hassle? You know what I mean? So, so definitely gas perks. You know, TSA Bay is or Calvin. His name is. He's definitely, definitely my number three. Gotcha. That's a, that's a good. That's a good one. And I wanted him yeah. on my list too, but I'm happy that you put him on there because I'm like, I love his personality. He is authentically himself, and that's great. I mm-hmm. love it. He's authentically himself. I mean, brrrr, everywhere you go, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Uh, I just I just think about what it would sound like hearing that from the back, and I'm just like I don't know if I would be into it or not. Right now, I think I wouldn't be, but you never know. I think I think I would only because I like stupid stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> it would be on. So um, yeah, um, get into my number three. I guess it's actually your oh, number four. Who was more? Oh. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've always had a thing for 
trying to separate the character from the person. I've always had a thing for Jay Ellis when he was on the game. But um, seeing Lawrence's growth right now is amazing. Yes. And, uh, also, seeing how he can kind of fuck down is amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel like he wouldn't disappoint. And I also, because the conversation that they had when they were dating, uh, when we on the date of the previous episode, I think that is a that's the conversation I would like to have whenever I have an issue or a problem mm -hmm. or even like how they just kind of you know was into each other like the jokes and you know they're talking about their parents and stuff like that is what I would want I think in a relationship as of today I would say but I'm gonna right. put a pin in that because my number one is actually everything I just said off about so but um mm. yeah number three goes to Lawrence. Okay. Now this is getting this is definitely getting interesting. This is definitely an interesting uh, list so far. I uh, I, I want to hear yours, but uh, my number two is gonna be Mr. Daniel. You know uh, what else? What is there really? I mean, do you need to be sold, by <laughs> Daniel? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like I could I could list the reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know that smile for one. You know, that amazing fucking God. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I don't know what Issa was talking about, but, you know, that eye shot, you know, was kind of hot. You know, like... Baby, you would have been complaining from me. At all. Where, where would you hear complaints coming from? Nowhere. 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 Wouldn't happen. Definitely wouldn't happen. I would, I'd be like, thanks, King. Can I have some more? I, I mean, honestly, I would have been wiping my face with no problem. Wow, I, I, I wouldn't even write it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even write it. For consumption value, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's everything. I see now. He's talking too much. So yeah, I number two. That that's that's cute. That's yeah, number two. Um, that's my number two. That's your number two. Okay. So my number two, uh, I'm giving it to Jared, who was. Um, mm. one, I think, bisexual lover, or he just tried it once, type of thing. Um, and it became a whole thing where they just stopped messing around, and she tried to go back, and it was too late. Um, I don't think I would let him go because one, he is very open to having discussions like that, and mm. um, I think that that's essential. I think that that's essential just for you know the sake of knowing and uh, understanding where people come from and uh, what they have been through uh, right. through relationships, you know? Um, right. Personally, I think I think for women, and I think that they wrote it that way for that reason, but for women, we do know how, you know, bisexuality can come off, uh, especially pertaining to black women. Mm. You know, it's not that welcome. Um, it's not uh, anything that is easily talked about for them, which I think is, is I mean, girl, it, I don't even want to yeah. call you because it's, it's to me as whack as fuck, you know, like, it's, I mean, it's, it's just wrong to me, so I was going to say that. Right, Molly was... Molly was being Molly, shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, do we need to sell that anymore? Yeah. No, Molly was being fucking Molly, and it was annoying. And on top of that, the nigga was fine. I mean, it was totally fine. Like, he was just, he was just low-key fine. It was just... You know, I don't typically go for less given either, but you know, gosh. Yeah, yeah he, he, was, just, he was a little light because he's like red light. Like, yeah. he's like red, red light. Like, I feel like I'm like light skinned with a little, with a lot of tan with some red yeah. under. He's like your complexion, but with all yeah. types of undertones. Like, he has no. Yeah. 
he's, he's pretty light. Very much so. He's very much a light-skinned Muslim. And you'll, yeah. see the, you'll see the new episode and you'll get that. Yeah. Um, but yes, definitely definitely here for Mr. Jared. Jared was right. definitely cute. No, I'm so. your number one, though. I'm itching for your number one. Oh, I feel like in your heart and in your soul, you kind of already know who it is, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. So my number one would be Mr. Quentin. And for those of you who don't know who that is, that was played by Lil Real Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what season it was on Insecure, but um, he he he's a steal for me. You know, he's handsome, he's thick, his yeah. skin is great, the smile is fantastic, personality is fucking bomb. You know, you know, he definitely, you know, he he definitely he likes being taken charge of because Molly, you know, had to definitely take the reins in that office. Yeah. You know, he has a good job, you know. Um, and uh and 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 he's just fine to me. You know, like I I don't know why he's not on number one from any other list, but for me, it's definitely Mr. Quinton. It's Mr. Quinton all across the board for me. Number one. That's my number one. I would definitely marry Quentin. I would definitely marry Oh for Quentin. sure. Oh, he's married for he's sure. He's such a married, like he is such he's a married just- piece of everything. Like I would need that. Um, I mean, just the way he consulted and really was on um, on that, like with uh, Molly, to you know, just yeah. be by her side. It really reminded me a little bit of Waiting to Exhale, where mm. Robin was dating. Uh, I can't think of the, the big guy's name that she was oh, fuck. guy. But at the end, when he's just like, you know, I want to do these things with you. I want to, you know, I want to give you the world. Like that's the stuff that I feel like he definitely would be on. Oh, for sure. I would love to see that. Me too. I would love to see. I would love to see it in my own life. Yeah. You know him. Yeah. I, I mean, I already have. I already have a queen, but you know what I mean. I just want to. Throw, I just before I say my number one, I want to throw this honorable mention out there. Uh, honestly, only because I don't like the person that he played, but Drew. I don't like his character. Drew is fine as hell. I just love okay. Drew. He's fine. That's about it. That's all I can say. I think. Oh well. If we- if, if if we're gonna throw in our own mission, I would like to throw in Lionel, who is played by uh, Mr. Uh, Sterling K. Brown. I mean, he's just fine to me. I don't know what it is. The mm-hmm. smile, the skin. He's older. I'm into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I definitely think that you know, just for honorable mention's sake, I think he should have been on there. Um, but my number one is. I feel like I'm backtracking with you. It's my. It's your number two, which is Daniel. Oh, I mean, you know, it's solid. You know, I know you probably saw it, yeah. I think, first of all, he's the only reason why I went to go see The Purge, uh, which was actually oh. a little bit better than what I expected. Was it? Um, I didn't see that. I know that one had a lot of black people in it, which made me want to go see it, but it just didn't end up happening for me. It was a lot better than what I expected it to be. I, I think you should watch it. It was pretty, like, um, I wouldn't say take it out of context. It was a lot more action versus... Or I should I should say killing and stuff like that, but it was a lot more in depth in the storyline. I think that made it effective because they would have dug deep, it wouldn't have made any sense. But uh, okay, that they took that way. But um, okay. but yeah, uh, Daniel though, Daniel is first. Daniel, of all, that man is fine. I mean, when I saw Damn, him, Daniel, okay, like is that way too old? Is that too old? No, I don't think so. Okay, um, okay. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's for now. We just took y'all back for a second. But um, yeah. Daniel, that chocolate like skin, <gasps> his bottom lip takes me the fuck <gasps> out. Um, 
the way he uh i really think the way he wanted to love isa but isa did not allow him to no something that i would want for me Daniel Mm. was a communicator daniel wanted things i do think he wanted things the way he wanted it Mm-hmm. But, um, I still think that Daniel just deserved. I, I really think that she gave Daniel the short end of the stick, and I would love to like kind of see them kind of. I want to come together or just have the conversation they had, like you know, she did with Lawrence uh, in some form of fashion. Because I think yeah. there's a huge level of investment that Daniel had within Issa to inspire her to take care, like to, to follow her dreams, to be everything that she could be, and uh, more. But uh, I think that Daniel is, uh, I mean, he makes my gears, like, turn all types of directions. So, yes, Daniel is my number one, and I would want him in my life right now. Mm. Okay. Definitely. Look, again, totally see it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're not going to get any complaints from me, from Mr. Daniel. That's not okay. No. Not at all. Okay. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was uh that was pretty great. So that's yeah. it, guys. I mean, I think that's I think that's pretty much it for the shit the shit show. I mean, you guys, um, we're probably we're gonna put up a poll, and you guys can you guys can rate those men's you know yourself. What we you know, and tell us what you I think we should put our numbers like together, like our number five, our number fours go against each other, and put it on mm. Instagram polls and do it that way. Well, we're definitely going to do that, you know, just so so you guys can interact with us and, and, you know, and, and, and talk with us and tell us what you think. So Mm -hmm. I I can't wait to hear that. Okay. That'll be great. Yeah. So now uh, we're going to roll right on into the shit show. Do we have have an intro for that? No, we don't. I, I don't know why we don't. Well, well, we'll probably have it to come. You know how we speak things into existence uh, for this show, and then they happen later on. Right. So we'll we'll have a we'll have probably something for that segment. But yes, guys, we're gonna jump right into the shit show. There are a lot of people saying dumb things, and there's good things happening as well. So with that being said, I, I this one's kind of current. Um, so we're I'm gonna throw this in there. I don't know if we plan to talk about this or not. But um, I cannot think of his name. Uh, the two the two guys that are dating. Um, uh, yeah, Nicholas, the Ash and Nicholas Ash. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. What a what a couple. You know, mean, just beautiful. Beautiful people. Beautiful. You know, so excited for them. Love it. Black gay love. You know, just love it. No white other. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, the person that does, I watch Queer, uh, Queen Sugar, and uh, I've seen Justice. I wanted to watch that Netflix movie he's in with uh, Dakota Fanning's little sister. He's uh, one of the main leads in that. But watching Queen Sugar, I felt that Nicholas was a little queer. Like, I did too, but I had you know. my gaydar isn't broken. But, he was definitely giving me sis, but, yeah. you know, Justice was giving me sis too. Yeah, Justice gave me that too. I think Justice gave me that too. When I was like fan casting a movie, he was one of my queer characters. Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, look at us. Look at us. You know, being broken. right. It's not broken. Um, it's not broken at all. It's not broken at all. Thanks. 
Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, congratulations to them. I'm so yes. happy and proud. Um, I think that there's no other time for us to really have a, a Black queer couple in Hollywood. Like, I mean, it just hasn't been done in years. So uh, it's amazing to see. It, we love to see it. Yeah. You know, so so that's that that's just what we have. Um, what what do we have on this? Where do we this? Where do we jump? Oh my gosh, so much is happening, guys. Where do we, where do we jump in? Where are we gonna jump in? We, gonna... Um, we want to talk about the dumb shit or the good shit. Let's start there. Let's start with the good. No, uh, there's more dumb. There's a lot more dumb, right? Yeah, there's a lot more dumb. Um, I think we can get through it, though, with honorable, like, not honorable mention, but, like, talking about it and discussing, like, really shortly. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. So then we'll start with the good. Uh, I see you put a couple of things out here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with one of the oldest ones, uh, which is your boy, John Boyega. Yeah. You know, and he's done more since we've done this. Um, yeah. The last thing we have, if, and I don't know if anyone's been following the development story but he uh made tweet the original tweet said something like fuck racist white people and child from the, there. the girls from there on it just just turned to this whole epic saga that rivals that of star wars itself yeah. you know um I mean, people were jumping out of nowhere. White people were hurt, you know, crying and and trying to cancel him, and calling Twitter, calling uh, calling Star Wars, calling uh, Marvel, yeah. you know, calling for his termination. And then, what did John do? You know, after that, and instead of right, instead of ducking his head down, you know, and and and, and disappearing or coming out with an apology video, he. Devils, no, shrivels down, and he makes a three-part live series where he okay. continues to 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 express this great black message, you know, and and how you know he's about his people and fuck all the the anti the semantic shit about you know careers and all that stuff and and that you know he's here for his people and he's not going to be silenced and my God, we stand a black British. King, period. Okay, my goodness. And then from there on, he's 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 speaking at protests in London. Yeah. You know, there's videos now of him out there saying, "I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this, but but I'm here." You know, and and he is just he is just quite quite the 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 icon. You yeah. know, the king. Yeah. And we just we love him. I thought I couldn't love him anymore. You know, Star Wars, but, you know, here he is, you know, being, really being his character and standing up against tyranny and, and, and injustices and, and just like his character, uh, you know, people hate him for it. So, which is very ironic because most of the fans are the ones who are giving him flack for it. Of course, it. of course, of course. So you love to see it. Yeah, and I just want to say also shout out to Jordan Peele when, uh, yes. I don't know what yes. we said before that, but I know that people were saying that he made get blackballed. But um, he said, don't worry about it. We got you, bro. So um, Yes, he definitely did. Uh, that was in response to John's uh, quote where he said, I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this. But right. I'm definitely here doing what feels right. And Jordan Peele reposted and said, don't worry, we got you. And I am just here for John Boyega and uh, and Jordan Peele working together on something. It needs to happen. And uh, if, that, if it comes with this, then uh, yeah, Love even it. better. Keeps on giving. 
Love it, love it, love it. What's next? Um, So for some more good, I'm going to start at the top. Um, Leslie Jordan, who we all know is, hey, huh? well, what y'all doing? Well, shit, what y'all doing? <laughs> uh, all of our gay uncle, um, he was, well, when the Black Lives Matter um, protests and different things are going on, he was being patronized a little bit um, by community members saying like, hey, this is an issue. You have a lot of Black viewers and a lot of Black listeners. Um, you should speak on this. Um, he took that as consideration. I mean, they, they flooded his account. And with oh, him yes. that, yeah, and with him knowing that this is where I commend him um, as a person who just wants to make a difference but doesn't really know how. So um, at first he posted a video um, that was a repost from Nike saying how, you know, this is intolerable, we cannot go through this anymore, that Black Lives Matter, and we need to make a difference. But he took right. it further the day after when mm. he um, allowed um, oh, I'm going to butcher her name, and I hate it. Um, he, he, he allowed a, a House representative, Dee, uh, gosh, I'm going to butcher her last name. I can't remember. Dee Dyer. Dee Dyer. Sorry, Dee Dyer. He was a House representative, secretary to uh, Michelle Obama and um, Michelle and uh, Barack uh, during their terms at the White House. He allowed her to come onto her, his platform and take over his Instagram for the day. Mm. And to facilitate conversation on behind Black Lives Matter, and the reason why I want to really commend him for that is because even when, and I mean, other celebrities have been getting kind of thrashed for this because of prior things that they have said, and also you just starting to get a sense of the ingenuineness that can come on um, from that aspect. Leslie, I really believe that he didn't say anything at first because he really did not know what to say. And I think the point of the post was just, you know, what was him reposting it because again, he did not know how to address this. Mm. So the fact so that, he, you know what, this is beyond, like not beyond me, but I can't push that barrier to where we actually need to have a conversation. Let me invite somebody in my space to bring my space to be more broader, to, to reach the last, to reach the masses, one that needs to be done, and also to educate people and constituents who may not get it that is on my platform. You know, which is what, which is a great move, and I really would encourage people to do. Like, you know, it's okay to not know. It you is. Know what I mean, it's okay to not know. It's okay to not be necessarily informed on it. But if you're not, bring people into the room, bring people on your platform who do know, and let them do the talking. Yeah, and I so, think, that, yeah, he did that beautifully, and I thank him for that. And I know that his fans, I mean, like, the people that were commenting, like, were like, just thank you so much. I mean, like, you we knew it was hard, but, like, you invited these folks in and you find, invited this young lady into usher this conversation to discuss this and that's what was needed we needed somebody to talk to that i mean mm-hmm. at least i was approved by you so i want to yeah thank you leslie you are amazing for that right for thanks leslie. thanks for not oh, yeah. go ahead well, i think that uh white allies and people who do not understand should do that more often yes and thanks for not coming on your live and kente cloths and um, oh my God, because <laughs> that that's fake kente. It, it is very much fake. I know they bought it overnight over Amazon. I know it's not authentic. I just know it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's fake kente. But yeah, um, yeah. So shout out to him for that. Um, yes, another great so thing great. we have. 
um, just a list of protesters I want to put out there that have been on the um, forefront that were celebrities. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, mm. my husband, he called me. Yes. Told me that he was going to be out late, and for that reason, you know, me being okay. there, he called you. He, he called you to tell you about that. Yeah, me being here in Chicago, he wanted to join the one in Chicago with me, but you know, he okay, was in L.A. and due to Corona, a lot of different things were going on. So I. I oh, okay. He was still oh, that makes sense. And talking, so husband, we love you. Um, Nick can't stop it, bitch. Don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. It's just silence that killed. Nick Cannon was also out on the line, but I think that there's no other place uh, he would rather be. So Nick Cannon, shout out to you. Oh, yeah, shout out to Nick Cannon for showing up and not being problematic and yeah, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer, yes, who had a discussion with the police face to face ahead, saying, Come join us, come march with us, having a dialogue. Kiki Keeks, I think that, that makes so much sense for her. Um Holly, mm-hmm. another advocate of an ally who was out there um recording just intermittent community and protesting. AG Ariana Grande, um mm-hmm. another friend uh, who was out there. I mean, really the only the only one I think people kinda of recognize her was because of her height and her detail. Um, I mean, did she have sleeves on too? Yes, she did have on sleeves. <laughs> I would have known her instantly. Yeah, right away. I tried to. I was like, I, I feel like sis tried to hide, but it didn't work. So, shout um, <laughs> out, out to her for that. Kalani yes. for being out there. Tyler the Creator and Tanache. Yes. Um, and I know the list can go on, but those are some honorable uh, mentions. Timothy Chalamet. I'm saying that's super bad, but. Um, yeah. How, I don't even know how to say his name, so. Yeah, I think that's the best that I could do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, shout out to them for uh, for being a part and being a part of the movement there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. So that. Um, uh, who else? Who else? Um, who else? Uh, you know, um, now, um, I mean, Beyonce came on and, and made, this is, this is, and she made a couple, of, she made two videos, but I think one of them was for the graduation of 2020. Yes. Which was a lot. I like that one a lot more. Now, there's a lot of mixed feelings about this one, about the original one that came out, the first one that she did. Um, you know, it, it was her message was, was do, do you remember the video? I, I don't want to butcher it, take it at the context. I, but... I remember, I will say from the standpoint, I think that folks were kind of like, eh, with it because she was not calling out supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But... And, and, you know, the fact that she continued, she addressed people of color and I you know I don't know I mean I know some people share the same sentiment but I have a thing about being roped in with people with color people of color because when it's definitely time for these issues a lot of people of color show their true colors you know if you know what I mean where you know they 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 want to adopt white white supremacy as well and you know it, it just it just it's it, it's very much to me it I didn't. I didn't too much like the grouping in, and then the music was very weird. The filter wasn't weird. You know, for me, it just it didn't. It had a lot. It had. It definitely had its cons. But you know, her message has definitely been consistent. It's just a lot of people were a little bit upset in regards to that. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. Cause I think that her COVID speech was more so directive, um, and I don't know if that was because it was. You know, that's like a governmental issue. And mm. there are some, I mean, honestly, there's no reason that we should be in it and be in it this long. But, um, you know, she she said Black people 
and people of color. And she did emphasize that Black folks are some of the, dis- the most disenfranchised folks um, being plagued by this and different things. But um, it did seem like she changed a little bit during her speech. Or, mm. or, and I mean, to be honest, it's, it's, I mean, I don't, I hate it. I hate it. I think yeah. anybody would hate it. Yeah, it's okay to say it. You have constituents that work, you know, that there are um, of that pale descent and mm. um, constituents that work for her and that also she works with. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that she don't want that smoke. I don't think Beyonce's afraid of anything. And I honestly mm-hmm. think that if anything that ever happens to her, we will have her back uh, amongst a bunch of people who also uh, work with her and uh, believe in her. But I do think mm. that there, a lot of that came from that aspect. It's not like, you know, let me say this and try to, you know, be behind uh, a, uh, a utilized message or an internal message versus I think this opponent and pointing it out. Mm. So, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's like, how do you fight that stuff when it's still, like, when that's still going on, you know? It's just... Right. So, definitely a complex, it's definitely a complex topic. Um, I did appreciate her for coming out and saying what she did say. It's just, you know, a lot of people were expecting. Uh, I know the people that I typically, you know, the circles of people that I typically talk to were, you know, a little upset of being roped in with the whole PLC conversation and that she, they felt like it should have been very much so, you know, eliminating energy, you know, uh, you know, addressing us directly because we're the ones who need it, you know. And I understand, you know, there are, there is allyship, you know, but we, we kind of just expect it for her to address us and have the allies catch on, yeah. you know. So I definitely understand both sides of it. But, you know, again, not matter that anytime, you know, Beyonce steps out and does something, it's pretty great. No one's taking away. She's She continues to do amazing work for this community, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, that's definitely something to remember, you know. So I love it. Yeah, and I think our last mention uh, was Victoria Monet, who's one of my favorite artists. Um, she is, like, I think coming on for different folks now. But I was right. my bitch back in the day, like when she was first coming out with the pieces and things. Um, but now she, you know, she pop in. But one of the things was that she's been doing this hosting conversations uh, on Twitter, such as in the form of a town hall, where she has mm-hmm. the question and um, just continuously tweeting back and forth with fans and different folks to have that open dialogue. Just you know, mm-hmm. George Floyd and um, other victims of Black Lives Matter from past to now. So I just want to give that honorable mention to her. Thank you for being here. Brandon, it sounds like you're kind of getting a little far away. You sound like I'm far away now? Uh, no, no. Now you sound good. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I have like, I have it up to my mouth now. But um, yeah, just to reiterate, she was, you know, hosting somewhat of a town hall. But she posted mm. it and she was attending and talking to new and other constituents about, you know, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, and all the different things we were facing at the moment. So thank you, Queen. Thank you so fucking much. And we're not gonna do this out. <laughs> I didn't even do the sound. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't have did that. You know what? I could. There's still, still time. You said it. There's still time. <laughs> and now I'm pretty certain it's gonna be in there. Okay. So thanks. Thanks for making this show, you know, the trash content that it is. Mm-hmm. You know. Love it. So yeah, that's that's uh, pretty much it for all the positive voices. Everybody else talking is just full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Love how you do. 
introducing the shit show. This is the real shit show. I know that other stuff could have been considered. I mean, it's just because it's being grouped in. But guys, I assure you, the shit that you heard before was the cream of the crop. We are going right into the fucking root, you know, with uh, with all the trash and all these all these idiots who decide to open their mouths. Of um, and and what'd you say? Of our community as well. Uh, and of our community. You know, and I can't, honestly, I'm going to start with the first one, uh, but I, I, I don't think I could take, I, I didn't know that he was a fucking clown. DT, I mean, DT, dumb people talking. Just, it's so crazy. I, Shamik Moore. Okay, now if you don't know who this young man is, he was also alongside Justice. What was the guy's name who's dating the guy from Queen Sugar, Justice? Huh? Justice Smith? Yes, he was alongside that actor in the show called The Get Down. They, I think it was like their introduction. I don't know if it was their introductory roles. I don't know if it was their both their introductory roles, but it was the first time I seen them both. Uh, Shamikma was in there as uh, Shaolin something, I forget his name, because I want to forget everything related to him. Uh, but he was just most recently in Into the Spider-Verse as Miles, the voice of Miles Morales. And my God, what an excellent film. Black, black, blackly black. Love it so much. And then Shamik's dumbass comes out and starts talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care pretty much what he said, but I want to make sure that I give you pretty much some of the context. You know, he he went on a, he too went on a three part live where he continued to speak, but you know we kind of just wish that he would would have stopped. Um, he said something along the lines of, um, "He's not scared, or he doesn't believe that the police are a threat to him because he knows how to handle himself in situations. And if other black people did, you know, then they would be alive today if they knew how to handle themselves in situations." Um, it didn't stop there. You know, he made three lives, you know, and it wasn't enough to continue playing himself. He went on and, and had people join his live, some of his friends, and they tried to explain their perspective to him. My God, he just wasn't getting it. At some point during his live, he said Rosa Parks spent all her energy trying not to get out of the bus when she could have just taken a cab. Now, I know Rosa Parks. I don't know if you've seen this video of this woman, but Rosa Parks is in her grave. No, she's not. Is Rosa Parks... I think dead. She is in her grave just going out to say And I mean it's just, she, I mean, what the fuck? Like first Nicki Minaj comes for her and then this fucking raccoon of a human. I just ostrich. Uh, it's just like one, what did you do? What do you think you just said to unify, to help, to do anything? You just literally self-display. Um, it's this new, I don't know what it is. It's like these certain, some of these black men, they get money and they get access and they get around, you know, white friends and then they start to believe, hey, you know, all that stuff, you know, that, that's not, that's not real, man. You know, that's a projection. You know what I mean? That's 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 a projection, you know. Like you know, that stuff doesn't really happen, and you know, because white people like me, and you know, I get into places, and you know, and, and everybody treats me fairly. They treat me nice, you know. Yeah. And they start to think that the world is that way, and uh, it, it, it's quite sad. 
quite so. You know? I, um, I mean, more shit to come, but to me, like, you should have just kept your mouth closed if you had nothing to say. Um, you should have just sat there and ate your food. Pretty much. I'm going to eat my meal. I'm going to eat my steak. And, yeah. Um, you know, that it was a mess. So uh, totally. next one, let's pass. I mean, God, like, did you not just give up the panel a couple, two years ago? The same yeah. fucking, uh, like, I don't understand, like, I don't get how he didn't, like, learn or discuss this with anybody. But Lil Wayne was on a live with Fat Joe. Uh, uh, this fucking cockroach. <laughs> he looks just like. He looks like burnt jerky. fetish doll from, um. <laughs> so, what is it? The Tales from the Dark Side? Ah! <laughs> like he's just—it just kills me on how this just people believe that it's not their their thing. But he says, um, "In law school, and that's like kind of um, paraphrase. I stop blaming the police and uh, for our troubles. Look deeper into understanding why we are still at the same place that we are right now versus mm-hmm. the change." Um, I believe that conversation needs to be had, but that is not the sole fucking focus of what's going on here. Right. I mean, there's definitely a conversation to be had about positions that, you know what I mean, like that that we could definitely be in, you know what I mean, to 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 um to, to educate ourselves, but to say that we are the reason that 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 cops are killing us to say that we are to blame and they have no but, little to no accountability in it. But the work that was done before us is not substantial. Like that's just shitting on every ancestor, every person Ever. now. Like I'm just like, girl, get a fucking grip. Him and Fat Joe got on their live and really talked about this shit like like they was just spin. <laughs> I think he tried to decline, but he did end up going in with the smoke. And I'm like, that's when you got to be careful. Like, you have to gaslight you. Right. I mean, then you got niggas like the Breakfast Club, right? And I, I, I did, I did at a time listen to them because I did enjoy Angela, you know. But then you got people like Charlemagne and uh, I don't know who else. They're saying that we should hold the black vote, as in black people should not vote, you know, until we get a black agenda, which. I can definitely see where they're trying to go, but black people not voting collectively at this time while all this is going on, it's ridiculous. Because white people, the, the, the racist white people, they're not going to vote for their, for their interests, period. They're not stopping for anybody. And if we just don't show up there, what the hell is that going to accomplish? Idioticness. I'm pretty sure I made a yes. word, but I mean... But I just feel bad because Lizzy literally just went through this three, four years ago. And this is where you come. Back. Crazy. All right. So crazy. Uh, who else we got next? Um, just more people being dumb and saying dumb shit. Um, <laughs> uh, what, how do you say this woman's name? Shekinah? Shekinah. What is her name? Shekinah. Oh. Lord jeez. I mean. I think this is the third time we mentioned her. I mean, on this show, she's just becoming a staple for, for being dumb. She needs to be on the, on the panel. She needs to be on the panel for how to be just fucking stupid. So she's on her live. I don't know or care pretty much what she's talking about. But I know that for the most part, uh, she goes into calling with people trannies. 
you know, uh, saying that the ATL police haven't done anything to us to for us to have to haven't done anything to black people for them to have to protest over. Like saying that you know the black, the police and and ATL are are just absolved from any of the injustices or corruption that goes on with the police all over, you know. And then to call people, you know, the like trannies, it, it's like girl. She was referring to another woman. And she called them a tranny, and she was saying that now you know she looked like a tranny. Yes, like a tranny. Like, and, and I think that people were coming and telling her that's not the right word because she said, "No, that's what it was, though." Like that—that that was what she was saying back to them. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying the word tranny to be mean. I'm saying that she looked like a tranny. Oh God! You're not even trying uh, to calibrate that. They're saying correct your language. Not right. the word that you are using, but she shouldn't be using the word fucking evil. Right. And then her being a police apologist, I just want to throw the bitch uh, away altogether. So, and on top you know. of that, she said that the looting was a problem and that Linux Mall ain't do shit to nobody either. <laughs> Y'all want to break up Linux Mall? What love- you want from Linux so damn bad? Right. <laughs> to, love, to love capitalism <laughs> so much. Like, that's wild. Go ahead. I like she has money. Like she can get what she wants. Like, what is it that you want from the Linux mod that you can't get right now? Right, girl. Like you love capital you love capitalism that bad? Like Jesus Christ, girl. Like it's just a place. It will be fine. I'm dumb. You know, so god damn. Just yeah. ridiculous. I'm trying to just once again have another seat, try another day. Another day. Another day. Or don't. Don't do it again. What else we got? Uh, We have, we just spoke about Shekinah, uh, (laughs) Madonna and her dancing son. Oh, (laughs) gosh. Now, you know what? I don't want to go in too much on this this black child, you know, because he definitely still is that. I mean, he might be, you know, a little, there might be a little get out situation going on, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, you know, and, hey, do that little, do that little black dance, and, do it. You know, and it's like she, they did. Uh, he was dancing in the background of Michael Jackson. They don't really care about us. I mm. understand. I think. I think what she tried to do um, is what she tried to do. Yeah, I mean, the effort. Listen, the effort is definitely appreciated. But girl, please donate. You don't don't do that. Donate to causes. You know, donate to the the protesters who have been jailed. You could you could keep that whole thing. You know, let yeah. let your son do that in his room. That's something that you know you can do. You know, when you're when you're all your other white friends come over and you want to show off your black son, and you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not, do that at home. It wasn't it wasn't needed. Uh, we don't need that. That's not how you're gonna help. Right. Thanks. So, um, yeah, her dancing son. So, that's the only thing I can say. Madonna and her dancing son. Um, I mean, other than that, who else do we have next for? Dum 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 dum. Um, uh, saucy Santana. Get yeah, yeah, I'm sick of her, honestly. I am. I'm over her. I'm over her. After walking like a dog, she can go. To be honest, you know, she she can she can really go. Um, she did an All Lives Matter photo shoot um, on the streets. I guess she wanted to stage it like like she was doing like she was in the protests, like she was marching. 
you know, but pretty much she did an all lives matter photo shoot, and you know, her and the girls were wearing uh, um, some some um, what is it? What is the store I'm thinking of? Some thrift store uh, thrift store Beyonce Super Bowl suits, you know, um, and they had you know posters that donned the all lives matter, you know, quote, and uh, then he proceeded to twerk on live, you know, for Floyd. You know, for George Floyd. And he got backlash for it. And then he got on there trying to cuss people out, trying to go off because of the backlash that he was getting. Like, girl, did you really think that this was going to be it? Just fucking idiotic. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, what? Like, where? Like, do you have anybody that is working with you? Or, I mean, but this is also, this is another thing I want to kind of like address. I'm going to do it really, really quickly. This is what it looks like when you have or you get access from communities and you start acting a motherfucking fool just to get from Mm. who you are, where you're from, and why you do what you do. Right. Then Saucy Santana has been out, been doing all this other stuff. He did nothing but rake, like, just make havoc and wreck havoc on I think just I think the representation of us as black women even though people can know how to separate that shit like right. I mean come on there's certain things that just ain't like it's just people looking at that shit and it's just like girl you don't have no shit together to do at anybody. it's just so wild I'm I'm so over her it, it just I'm just I'm ready for her to go well, she like can go she can go. And she's a chop, 100%. So, I mean, next um, is OJB, which is Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, says, violence is not the answer, people. Um, look within as a community and unite mm. and come together. Let's debunk uh, mm. this. What violence are you speaking of? One. Right. What like, for one. You're, don't, like, I, I just, again, it goes back to the whole capitalism thing. You know, people are going out there peacefully protesting. These cops are wearing riot gear. They're shooting people with tear gas and rubber boat, giant rubber boats in the face. I've read two different stories where two different protesters lost their eyes, you know, in regards to, in, in direct response to being shot in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, you're telling people, you know, not to, to you know, to deface property yeah, and all that. You're like tear gas. Yeah. Lots of life to tear gas. Right. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the cops are showing up there for combat. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, and the, the protesters are going just to get a message across. So, so don't, don't, don't say violence isn't the fucking answer because these people are not going there on violence. They're going there to demand justice. Mm-hmm. If you were so busy, if you weren't so busy, you know, spending all your weekends in Drake's pool, you know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know that. It's sickening. Uh, you could have kept it to himself so, once again. So stupid. Speaking of people keeping things to themselves, Diddy. I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, we, we have to have this conversation. Niggas, they get money, and then they're just like, oh, you know, uh, you know, uh, he goes, he goes, this isn't a, this isn't a race issue. This is a human issue. You know, again, putting out that that narrative, um, you know that that this is affecting everyone, and we're all in it together. Girlfriend, <laughs> Google is free. I, I know you have all that fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. What you say? I just want to know what other race besides your own is being killed. I just I want to know too. 
Since you know, and you, everybody's being killed by the public. I mean, he's pretty much all lives matter with the whole bullshit. You know, this this deadly. We are humans, mm-hmm. so it is is a black human issue. We're going with this. We don't need that blanket statement bullshit right now. You know, are you either with the movie or you're not? Okay. So period. That's it. And I want to put um, these last, like these last two. I'll actually skip another one, but I want to put these last these two together. Um, okay. Okujay and uh, Heidi Klum, who uh, who are all spoken about um, having biracial children. Well, Okujay has spoken about having biracial children. He said, "What about like? How, can you imagine how they feel?" Um, oh God, Elo Kuje. Yeah, he said, "Imagine how biracial kids are feeling right now." I mean, them being black, I can understand. Yes, them being yeah. black, I can still understand because they have half black. Yes, there is no privilege. There is no difference. Don't make one. Well, I mean, ask Corey for Team Mom because yeah. in these times, mention. <laughs> in these times, you know, he he yeah, says I mean. that, he, huh? This can't relate. He cannot relate to you hoes. You hoes out here protesting and doing all that bullshit. <laughs> you know, Corey from Team Mom cannot relate, sis. He does not identify as black. He identifies as biracial. He said, I'm a okay. I'm above me. I don't I don't get it. He says that's above me. Above me. And uh you know, I mean, you know, I guess we can't lump everybody in. You know, if you don't want to identify as black, then fine. But when black issues are being discussed, then it's just like that. Pretty much. Morning, fine brother. Uh, I don't really want to say that, but another fine man. Down the motherfucking drain. Down the fucking uh, drain. It's it's quite sad the rate at which the coon chip is being activated in these niggers. Right. Okay, <laughs> it is so fucking upsetting. I can't deal. Like we, we, the rest of these people have all said or done dumb stuff. You know, the rest of them we can kind of rope in together and and, and go down. Uh, I know you mentioned Heidi Klum already, mm-hmm. um, which we honestly should have roped in with Madonna. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm going to clump that together. Where she was, well, at first she tweeted All Lives Matter and then Ugh. deleted that and then took her children's hands of all colors and um, put them together and then decided to quote Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King's speech saying, you know, oh, I you know, one day no one will be judged by the color of their skin. Um, one, hiding that All Lives Matter and two, get the children's hands away from each other. Okay. Girl, white women, lo- white people in general, love to quote Martin Luther King. Love. That's what I love it. You know. They just love it. They, they negate the rest of it. Like the fact that it was white people who murdered him while he was trying to do all that stuff. You know, I just, it, it's, it's fucking insane. You know, it's insane. And and then there's a lot of people who are, you know, there were the, 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 the black men. I know we didn't put this on here, but there were the black men who who said King stuff only or something like that. And they all marched in suits, you know, because yeah. this is how we get it done. Fuck the pretense, everybody. Fuck no. the pretense. Because you can go up there peaceful. You can go up there in your drawers. You can go up there in your suit. Exactly. You could go up there in a Superman costume. You know what I mean? And if the cops want 
to, to, to harm you or, or not hear you, then that's what's going to happen. That's the benefit of having this racist and corrupt system. Okay? Right. It's not about respectability politics. Get that shit out of here. Come as you are. Have the message. Period. Thank you. That's it. That's it on that for me. You know, on that part, just that. Just more dumb shit then. Uh, YouTube star and then also UFC uh, fighter uh, was caught looting and defacing property. Gosh, he cannot stay out of trouble. Now, I think, um, no, yeah, that's Jake Paul. That's Logan, Logan Paul's brother. Yeah, yeah, but uh, oh wow, you know, in in the midst of all of it, this is this is how when people complain about you know the looting and oh my god, the Kimberly destroying their own neighborhoods and oh, about Target people are in their jobs. First of all, fuck capitalism. All right, and secondly, anytime that this is this is what to quote, and I can't, I do not know the original video, but this is what anger and being sick and tired looks like. Okay, it looks like that. You know, people don't necessarily have all the anger, the answers, or the tools, and and they've tried everything else. So this is it. You know, this is what's happening. And if you're angry about that, then do something about the system that's causing you to do it. Right. Now, whenever looting happens, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't condemn the looting because it's a symptom of something much bigger. I don't condemn it at all. But what I do condemn is outsiders who are not doing this, which you're mm-hmm. always going to have that happen when looting happens, outsiders coming in and using this as an opportunity to yeah. get what they can get. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 Jake Paul is a, is a successful YouTube star. Mm-hmm. So it's not here that much. You know? Just like Miss Mama who was uh, running out of that Target with those lamps. Yeah. Successful. You know, Oh, what is that woman's name in the roller chair? Um, in the, what is uh, Professor Xavier's oh, name? Karen. Everybody wants to call her Karen. What is it? Uh, roller Karen. I don't know. No, um, I can't think of it. But either way, she decided to throw her body in between protesters, looters, between looters, you know, uh-huh. with a knife, yep. and uh, try to stop people. Go ahead. That's the end stabbing. Yeah. And stabbing to try to stop people from stealing from Target. Sis, it is a multi-million dollar corporation. They will be all right. They are insured. Was it worth the ass? I'm surprised she's not in jail. I mean, she definitely got her ass beat. I mean... God damn. They could have, but it was decent enough. Like, right. She got the fire extinguisher. She got um <laughs> she got fire extinguisher, she got stuff thrown at her. I mean, and honestly, I'm um I'm I'm not I'm not um I'm not a, I'm here for it. You stab me in a wheelchair bitch? Right. You're getting thrown out of it, period. That's that's it. That's it on that. You know, uh, J.K. Rowling was recently uh, on the internet uh, talking about trans people again. Yeah, did you see anything about that? Yeah, I, I didn't read it, but I, I saw something about it. Oh, gosh. Jeez. Another another repeat offender. 
<laughs> yes, another repeat offender of uh, uh, just taking to Twitter and, and being dumb in the midst of everything that's going on. It's really crazy. You know, she continues to, to you know, to to speak negatively or 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 talk down on transgender people and it's quite sad, sis. Feeling Feeling like never seen it before. Never like I don't understand why during this time that is something that is leaned upon. You know, like everybody just wants to get out and be heard and talk. Everybody wants to get out. Yeah. <laughs> right, so they're online. It's so bad that, hell, even Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe himself, and I'm just reading this, made a statement about J.K. Rowling's comments in which he said, transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people. Can I just say... Avada Kedavra, okay? Kill this off, okay? That's it. Your own lead had to come out and put you down. Okay? Take her to Azkaban. (laughs) It's over for her. It's fucking over. And then before, to close out the dumb people saying dumb shit, where will we be without Terry Crews? Um, what did you say? I said, did you say their name already? Did you say without who? Yes, where will we be without Terry fucking Cruz? Oh, gosh. The fucking Kun Supreme. <laughs> you know, when I saw him in White Chicks, I was just talking to somebody on Twitter about this. So when I saw him in White Chicks, I said to myself, man, that guy's attractive, but problematic as hell. You know, oh, he's playing a really good character. You know, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. But then, little do we know, little do we fucking know that Terry Crews was actually playing himself on screen. Jiggable. I mean, somebody get this jiggable out of here, please. That's what he said when, when ABC was talking about letting uh, <laughs> Gabrielle Union go. Mm-hmm. You know, like... He comes out and says something to the effect of abolishing white supremacy without white people is creating black supremacy. And we don't want that either. My God, sir, what a fucking joke. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, what the fuck? What is black supremacy? What is that? What is it, is it the same as reverse racism? Because they both sound like fucking make-believe to me. We should have said, we should have had the repeat offender uh, oh. Another. I mean, listen. He's forever blacklisted to me for Gabrielle Union. Yeah. I mean, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it just. But, but this to continue to did did your wife did your wife tell you to stay off the internet? Okay. Huh? Go crawl into that little coon hole that you and Candace Owens and and uh, and uh, Shamik Moore and. And oh, and Big Carson all live in just oh, just go and just go and fuck off somewhere. All right, my God. please. God damn it! But you're are <laughs> really really smart girl. I'll give you that. But you just say a bunch of bullshit. All <laughs> right, it's just wild. It is so fucking wild. Mm-hmm. I, oh, oh, God damn it. Like, it just, when, and when the shit is, and this is weeks old, like, I mean, not that part now that he said something, but I mean, like, this is after, in the midst of all this shit still going on, he just, he just felt the need to come out and be heard. Yeah. 
Oh, so fucking wild. Shit. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what to do about the repeat repeat offenders, but I just hope that you give it a break. Give it a rest. Um, Please. If if you don't, just, what were you saying? Go ahead. I just don't need them to make a return. I don't either. I mean, we, we don't, we don't want that. Certainly agree. But I do want to so, one more before we go and be off the Okay. And that is kind of the piggyback off of what we're talking about with Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union was on Instagram wishing Zaya Wade a very happy birthday. Oh. And um, this bitch, cookie ass nigga, still uh, heartbroken. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I just quoted myself on Twitter because I did call him that and at him. Um, that this bitch ass nigga just really said, you know, happy birthday, young king. Really and tried to promote a book that Gabby had said or quoted in or got quoted in or something, saying that she has some great words about manhood in there. How fucking dare you? How dare you with the name Neil Harper? Like, it's a whole thing. That's not mis- to me. I don't. I don't like the term misgender because I think that when you misgender somebody, it is an accident. That wasn't a fucking accident. Like, no, it wasn't. It was deliberate. At first, I thought to myself when I did, I didn't even know the rest of the part. Him trying to quote the book about manhood. Yeah. I I didn't even know about the rest of that part. I just heard about the first one. I thought to myself, you know, well, even with the internet out here, you know, and, and Google and all that stuff, you know, he just may not. He may not have heard any of this of this stuff that's been going on with the with the union wade home he may not have heard any of this stuff that happened to zaya so you know maybe 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 on the off chance you know he just doesn't know but he definitely knew exactly what he was doing definitely knew yeah and i mean my thing is like it's just it's so disparaging like you could have kept your motherfucking happy birthday could have like no one asked for you to speak to me like especially when you're gonna speak to me in a manner well, you know, it's not acceptable. It's not. It's exactly. not made up for that. Any of that, like, just just not bitch ass nigga, really. Was absolutely not needed, and just oh, what a fucking waste. Such mm. trash. Please be deleted. Thank you. We're done with you. Sickness. So yeah, I mean, if we could just do a big, you know. Select all, you know, just like those news that you guys take and delete later on. <laughs> we just do a quick select all and then just hit delete and then go into the recently deleted folder and just just delete all of them from there too. Because we don't need this shit right now. We don't need any of that shit right now. We did need it before. We definitely do not need it right now. All you guys, please just delete yourself. Everyone who was mentioned previously and the people saying dumb shit, you know what to do. You have your fucking orders. Find a hole, people. Find a hole. Be gone! And that's it. So, I, I think, without further ado, I think that pretty much wraps up the shit show. Yeah, I think that wraps up the shit show. Okay, so now, guys, we're, we're going to transition right into our television and film segment. Now, we thought we would start this off a little bit, a little, a little, a little light, you know? Um, definitely going to keep it real still, but... You know, start this off just a little light. Uh, we've been seeing uh, uh, around the internet, someone on Twitter put up that Tyler Perry and Jordan Peele should start directing superhero movies. Um, and of course, we're going to take this and put our own little spin on it. Um, here for Jordan Peele, but not so much for the other girl. Mm-hmm. You know, 
<laughs> um, so, but 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 in a way, we kind of are. So so here now on you know Black on that bullshit, we are going to come up with a couple of Tyler Perry present featurettes, you know, for you guys. What it would look like a sort of what if a sort of Marvel what if situation of if Tyler Perry directed superhero and or superhero or fiction films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. So, 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 Brandon, why don't you go ahead and start with that? Okay. So, I think that uh, the one I'm going to start with first is um, Why Did I Get Married to T'Challa? <laughs> Black Panther. Um, this is a film directed, written, and produced by um, yours truly, Tyler Perry. And Love he him. is adapting. The sentimental, um, the sentimental storyline, story arc of um, Aurora Monroe and the annulment of T'Challa when they uh, got together and were together, was it three months or three years? Oh, God, I, I don't know how long it felt was, like three I months. know that. I know it was doomed from the start. Felt like <laughs> it was one of the most glorious um, weddings and occasions for, uh, you know, Black comic books, superheroes everywhere. But, um, you know, such a short-lived moment. Such uh, a short-lived moment. Very short-lived. And this story yeah. will be about Aurora, who was played by Taraji P. Henson. Um, <laughs> and uh, she is struggling to either go back to T'Challa, who is played by Lance Gross, or to go into the new love of her life when she goes back to New York to be at the X-Mansion, um, the newcomer Forge, played by Michael Ely, somewhat black, but not entirely black. Um, mm. early hair but black. just light-skinned enough so she can get away from her, her previous... Abusive relationship, too. Her previous um, dark skin, yeah. Yeah. So we wanted, to, uh, we wanted to bring that synopsis to you and pitch that to you guys to see what you think. Of course, she goes through different trials and tribulations. She does have her uh, close girlfriend, Jean Grey, um, you know, just in the movie, I believe she, you know, I'm trying to think of her who will play her. Um, oh gosh, a white woman, you know, we, we, you know, that's the stuff that's not important. You know, the Tyler Perry, he'll find, he'll find a good white sis. Yeah, you know, we, we, we just that in this film, Aurora will choose Forge, and she will go back to the X Mansion, and you know, probably cut her hair into the Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, um, short bob. So. And we would totally like that because that's what she had in, in uh, X Men. She'll have her X Men two hair, yeah. right? I think she'll have her X Men. No, the X Men three. Yes, and her X Men three hair. Yeah, Perfect. Um, so why did I get married to T'Challa? Coming soon to theaters near you. Fantastic. I am um, going to go ahead and, and introduce another Tyler Perry presents featurette called the Green Family Rent, uh, the Green Lantern family reunion. John Stewart comes home after, you know, his life in the Justice League and, and rekindles his love. And after a, a breakup, a fallout with his dark-skinned lover, the Vixen, you know, he comes home and remembers why he why he loved his, his light-skinned woman, um, you know, the uh, hawk girl, you know, and, and his he goes through all his antics with his family. You know, and it's just going to be a good old fun time. We're going to have Idris Elba finally donning himself as the role, you know, in the role of, uh, of of Green Lantern. And that's the only way that we're probably going to end up seeing that. You know, we're going to have Cicely Tyson playing um, his mom. 
<laughs> you know, uh, we're gonna have um, who we have. We have uh, we have. Oh gosh, I can't even. I, I want to think of actors, but I'm just so I'm drawing such a blank right now. Who is playing Hot Girl in this movie? Are we playing? Are we Paula Patton? Paula fucking Patton or or Zosa Adana? You know those ambiguous oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. black uh-huh. girls. Uh-huh. Yeah, ambiguous black girls. Yeah, you know? and we'll have them. And then who's playing the vixen? Who's playing the angry? Who's who's playing the 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 dirt skin vixen? Who's who's doing that? The one he just has to get away from because you know Tyler Perry loves putting us in colorism situations. Tinka Stomper. Tinka Stomper. <laughs> It would be fucking perfect. <laughs> or Tiana Taylor. Or, but then again, I don't think she's... I mean, Tiana Taylor for the attitude. You know, because... Yeah, or Gabrielle Union. I mean... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gabrielle Union, perfect. I actually would love to see Gabrielle Union as the vixen. That would be great. That would be fucking fantastic. That would be great. But yeah, the Green Lantern family reunion. So yes, that's 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 one of my featurette films. What do you got? What's next? Okay, what's next? Um, I have Four Gotham Sirens. Um, this uh, Four Gotham Sirens is um, a poetry, is, is, a, is a book based on a poetry um, of soliloquies coming from, you know, uh, our Gotham Sirens. Um, we have mm-hmm. Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Harley Quinn headlining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, we wanna, you know, we're going to hear their deep sentiments. Um, one sentiment will be about Harley's love for Poison Ivy. Um, mm, we will have it. a sentiment that will be about Har- um, Poison Ivy's love for botanicalness and, you know, the earth mm. and things, how she is, Mother Nature. Um, yes. Can Uma Thurman reprise her role, or do you think she would do Tyler Perry films? <laughs> I, think, I think that's above her pay grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's above her pay grade. But, um, I mean, you know, I'd love to sort of see it. I would love to see her just back in her Poison Ivy in any type of way we can get her. But Yeah, she doesn't have to give us much. She could show up and give, like, the minimum. Yeah, this would be hilarious. Um, I know that for Poison Ivy, I would want to have, um, what is, gosh, what is her name? She was in Medea's Christmas, and she was, uh, Alicia, Alicia Witt. Alicia Witt. Oh, okay. The perfect. Do you know who that is? I don't, but I'm going to look it up. Yeah, Alicia Witt. She was in Medea's Christmas, but um, she would be a great Pamela Isley for mm-hmm. um, this this part. Um, Catwoman, if we're going to keep it black, if we're going to keep since everybody's like, you know, having a change with, um, you know, uh, what's her name? Gosh, Zoe Kravitz. Being that, I would oh, like yeah. to take uh, Tika. If you're not going to take Tika for Vixen, I would like to see her as Catwoman. Okay, I, I, I can. Uh, I got she's it. one of the yeah. most beautiful women ever, and I always thought that she would be a great Catwoman because of the sexuality and things. But mm. I can have her as Catwoman, giving soliloquies, the monologues about her back and forth relationship with uh, Bruce Wayne and mm. you know Batman. I think that'll be great. Being a thief would be fucking. Great. Love it. Now, to play Harleen Quinn, I am not too sure. I would just say Denise Richards because she was in... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Denise Richards? I just threw that out there because she was in the Medea's Witness Protection Program. I guess. I can't think oh, of... Oh, you know what? You're right. We could, we, could, we could definitely pick actors so long as they've been in Tyler Perry films. Yeah, so, so yeah, they're, they're in the Tyler Perry band. 
Ooh, I am looking up this Medea's Christmas, and I gotta tell you, this is him definitely wanting to appeal to white audiences because yeah, this will be you know. Harley Quinzel is a little scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Can we have Can we have Amanda Waller show up and be played by Loretta Devine? I would like Medea to play Amanda Waller. Ah! <laughs> so Tyler Perry himself would have to. Oh my god, he would definitely do that. He would definitely play that role. No, he, he would have to be Medea. But... Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. With it, who, oh, how does Ben? Four Gotham Go Sirens coming to another theater near you. Yes, guys, I have another featurette, and this one is called Medea versus the X Men. Guys, the synopsis for this film. Okay, the synopsis of this film is that, you know, um, I don't know her name, but I know she'll be played by, you know, Lauren London. You know, young, young, black, new mutant, you know, is, is, is going and joining her perfect, you know, college experience away from home. She's joining the Xavier Mansion, uh, the, the, the Xavier Institute for Gifted Youngsters, okay? She is joining that group. And the X-Men are welcome and they're lovely to have they're loving to have her but what they didn't count on is this package deal because not only do they get her but they get her crazy up (laughs) (laughs) i hate you (laughs) oh god oh hell no wolverine oh god (laughs) hell to the now I I just all I can see I don't have actors picked for this Brandon okay but all I can see is Medea chasing Cyclops with a pistol that's it <laughs> you know it's it, it just that's 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 what I have you know so so you guys I know you would love you know, to see that movie come to a theater near you. It's a Medea comedy, lighthearted, and it's starring the, your favorite X-Men, and I'm sure you'll get into it. I just know you will. So, yeah. I love it. That's the one for me. Okay, so, so my last featurette is coming from you. This is going to be a dark, deep dive into oh. our our newly, newly rewarded team, The Birds of Prey. This mm. one is called The Birds That Prey. Yes. We are having yes. we are having the Black Canary Journey Smollett come back and reprise her role as a Black Canary. And she is getting married. Of course. She's getting married at this time. And she is lost because she does not want to marry the one that she loves, but she knows it's the right thing to do. And that mm. there's a lot of families that tie into this. But the mm. one who's pushing her the most is our good fellow the question. Who is played yes. by Sophia Vergara? <laughs> Brown. And she is playing the question that is pushing her to be a part of this, you know, uh, unholy matrimony. Yes. And then we have Bella Thorne as Huntress, who is telling her that she has been alone in her whole life, that she doesn't mm. need a man to dignify her. That's right. You tell her. You tell her, Huntress. What yes. will Black Canary do? 
in the theater near you, you will find out from the birds that pray. The birds that fucking pray. Love it. Next up in the Tyler Perry Presents featurettes, it is the last one coming from me out of this out of the studio house, out of my side of the Tyler Perry's, you know, studio, you know, setup. This one is called Diary of a Mad Black Goliath. Okay. Oh. Now <laughs> this is fresh at night. I don't know if you guys have been following, uh, but black you know, this could be either way. At first, I'm, I should have went with my first thought. I should have kept it as Black Manta. Diary of a Mad Black Manta. You know, he is tired of being pitted as a villain. He is tired of having Jason Momoa, Mimosa, whatever his name is, <laughs> Jason Momoa, you know, slap his ass and, and just beat his ass every time he shows up. He's tired of it. So he is going to leave his life of crime and, and, and go and look for love, you know, and, 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 and trouble. You know, and serious as he has to unlearn a lot of the survival tactics he had to be in to beat the Justice League to get back into the crazy dating world. Okay, this actor is going to be the only actor I have in mind for this character is uh, uh, Isaiah Mustafa, which was the uh, Old Spice actor guy. So yeah, happy family. So yeah, that's him, and uh, that's the movie. So guys, if you're interested in seeing what his love life looks like after this. You know, definitely go and, you know, and go and watch that movie. It is called, again, Diary of a Mad Black Man. Um, some other honorable mentions. I know we, we were pretty much done, but I, I have to get these titles out, uh-huh. you know. Um, so this one is called If Loving You is Wong. And this is about... <laughs> and this is about Dr. Strange's sidekick, Wong. He branches off from, you know, the sanctum, you know, in order to find his own way. You know, love it. What's done in the Justice League Dark? <laughs> the House of <laughs> The House of Wayne. You know, this is pretty much about. Oh my Batman. god! Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> and then the last, I can do all red by myself, and this is pretty much about you know the Silver Surfer. So, yes, and guys. I have one following honorable mention. And that is Zordon and his big happy family. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a Power Ranger plug. So, of course, Brandon, I just, I just, I'm going to get you a Morpher, a real life. You know, you probably have one. They have, I do have the movie Morpher, but they have another Lightning Legacy Morpher coming out um, that I'm about to pre order. Great. I know you would. I just fucking know you would. Yeah. So yeah, guys, uh, that was that was a bit of a light uh, segment of the movie section, uh, and now we're going to leave you with some movie recommendations in these uh, in these in these uncertain times, in these times of civil unrest and injustice and protest and 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 all that. We've 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 come up with some top five movie picks that kind of correlate directly with uh, the source materials is life. Yep. So. Um, um, Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. Number one on my recommendation uh, recommendation movie list to watch, and I know this is kind of you know expected, but I'm going to throw the Joker up there. Okay. You know, it was definitely about you know unrest and definitely about uh, the one percent, yeah, getting toppled. You know, definitely about you know uh, civilians not sitting by and idly taking what's happening. You know, it definitely definitely was one of those films uh, incited by chaos, but Overall, the message is still about the messaging is still about the same. So, I would definitely recommend the Joker. What, what do you have on there? 
Uh, my first mention I have is The Hunger Games Mockingjay Port 2. Mm-hmm. Even I would encourage mm-hmm. you to watch the series. Um, the undertaking of the Capitol in uh, number two, the final installment, is vital, I think, only to understand that that may be some of the things we will have to do. I'm not going to say that we do, that we mm-hmm. should, but I know that we should. But I just want to make that uh, point that that was uh, a revolutionary act, and it did abolish a lot of different systems for them, so Hunger mm-hmm. Games through Mock and Jay part two. Any of the Hunger Games, really, you know, like I, that's yeah. such a good series to actually put up on that list, yeah. considering that it is kind of really a warped version of where we could be heading if we're not careful. Yeah, definitely. So, so you know, Divided, definitely understand that. Fighting for resources, all types of stuff, definitely. Ooh, definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put up there on uh, another movie to throw up there to watch. Is any of the Star Wars films? You know, um, again, this is definitely, definitely a little bit more on the light side, but it's definitely a warped version of what we could be. Definitely a galaxy far, far away, but, you know, imperialism, you know, tyranny, you know, rebels rising up to, to you know, to stop the injustices and, and fight against a, a, a very corrupt establishment. So, yes, any of the Star Wars films were pretty much do. And that was one of those are some of my picks. I know that's kind of a wide strip, but any of those films I feel definitely easily belong on that watch list. Definitely, I agree. Uh, my other choice would be Queen and Slim, one of mm. the films um, that discuss race and police brutality. Um, it just makes it, I think, all right and kind of put that thing together there, so I'm going to recommend that one. Yes, definitely Queen and Slim. Definitely will put that in there. I hate the ending, but... Uh... You know, definitely deserves to be up there on that list. Definitely dealing with police brutality and and what what you do when you know your back is up against the wall. It's definitely an extreme version, but um, you know, definitely definitely deserves to be, you know, on that list. Another movie I'm gonna put up there um, would have to be um, Black Klansman. Now, it is a movie directly dealing with racial tension. You know, and 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 and. And again, how, how, how these secret societies of corrupt individuals govern, you know, and, and control this system that we have to break. And um, so, yes, it is definitely a enjoyable movie. It's another, it's a Spike Lee film. You know, what more do you need to be sold on that? You know, so yeah, D- uh, Black Klansman, definitely up there. Great choice. Love that one. Great choice. Um, the other one that I'm going to do is The Hate You Give. Which is another race, um, a race reflective of this time and different things that we're going through. A young man is shot for reaching for his brush in his car, and uh, a city is sh- shook. A teenager is shook to make change and protest, and you know, having dialogue with white counterparts are all there. So um, that is one that I definitely recommend. A good one. Mm, for sure, absolutely, definitely understand that. Um, gonna put up there. Um, you're gonna put up there. Do the right thing. Another Spike Lee feature film. Um, I think one of his first. Um, definitely uh, surrounding racial tension in, in the neighborhood um, with racism and, and, and again police brutality is another theme. Um, I, I don't really want to have to sell you guys on this movie. It's it's one of the best movies that he's ever made. Definitely go see it. Do the right thing. Definitely one of the movies to be mentioned to be up. 
And uh, I love the vibe that we're giving each other today. Um, it's like we're piggyback off of each other. But to kind of counter uh, another Spike Lee joint, one of my favorites is called Higher Learning. Um, mm. This one is about uh, a college uh, who is having racial issues with white and versus black, of course, and Nazis being on um, their campus. And oh, yeah. there are folks who, who pass away. There's a, there's a tax, there's dialogue about racial tension, and um, also a lot of conversations about bridging gaps in that film. So I would definitely say higher learning, and I would arguably say that that was better than do the right thing. Oh, oh really. better than. Well, you know, I'm going to take I this from you. Ira got shot. You're right. <laughs> but uh, I'm yeah. definitely... I'm definitely gonna pull a Beyonce and say there's no comparison here on my end. So, so yeah. Um, and then my last film, the last film that I'm gonna throw up there is V for Vendetta. Now I watched this movie yesterday. My gosh, how scary! You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I mean scary as hell. Like in some of the backstory that they were explaining, um, you know, they did have a, a pandemic right before all the tensions started and then and then the police militarized and took over everything and it became a dictatorship. It's just totally crazy. Now again it's a bit drawn out and very worthy, but it's definitely worth it. It's a it's a nice look at again how warped society can become if we don't speak up and stop and break these systems that are that are just that are just outright unjust and corrupt. Definitely watch it. V for Vendetta. Another great one. I haven't seen that in forever, but I'm going to challenge myself to watch it. Child, I watched it the other day. I need to see it. I've seen it in the theaters when it came out, but I haven't seen it literally, I think, since then. Because I, oh, I fell asleep on it in the theaters. Like, oh, really? Yes. I thought the theaters are- white masks tend to scare me, so I think take it. playing white masks, like, they freak me out. Um mm. Because it's like no face. It's like, it's weird. So, I get it. I totally get that. Yeah. So I think I can look at it now, though. But my last mention, I think, is to give everybody a little bit more inspiration and to mm. see what unity could look like. And that is... On a positive note. Yeah, on a positive note. That is uh, Disney's Remember the Titans. Um, yes. I think that this is one of those self-explanatory. I think everybody has seen this film. But if not, definitely check it out because we cannot generalize anything. But check it out. You know, there are two different bodies, two different races coming together to play football that change a community, that encourages a community um, to stop racial injustice toward each other and to really just stand together and camaraderie for um, their lives and also for the sport. So Denzel Washington, great. Different folks in there. Amazing. Great film. Great fucking film. Yeah. So, loved it. I, I mean, it. definitely watched it too many times to not love it, but... Me too. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. They definitely made sure we saw that movie a lot. So, yeah, guys, those are the movie recommendations that we are leaving you guys with in this... in this... in this... in these trying times. Yes. Okay? So, so Yeah. And I think that that is pretty much going to go ahead and wrap up the show. That is our episode 11. Guys, we got through that. Yeah, we did. We, can, we, we got through it. Faster with these. I know. I mean, that's so cool. This, I think this is the first episode we've had that's under two hours in, like few, in a few episodes. Right. So so definitely proud of that. You know, um, guys, uh, Brandon, I guess we can give them our ads at this time. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you can follow me on anything. 
um, that has a social under Brandon Maurice W. And um, on my Facebook is Brandon Maurice Wright. Uh, please feel free to reach out. Um, DM. I love conversation. And yeah, keep us keep. Um, us. The, the 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 behavior that you exhibited was a was a little bit horish just now just a little bit horish okay the jumped out and then it jumped back in you don't use this this platform to get niggers in your DM ah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no but definitely hit him up he's very sweet and you know and and, and very informed you know he runs the the, the Black Caucus Chicago page you know thanks. You know, he, he does a lot of great things. He's very informed. And if you want to talk about the show, you can hit him about that too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So very much so. And uh, you can hit me up at uh, Black's Art on Instagram or Twitter. Um, I guess we just have to use Facebook. You know. I mean, so yeah. You can do that. My name is Caramel Williams there. Um, but, yeah. I'm married too, guys. So there's no. Very much so. No way around it. He, you know. Very much so. Yeah, the door is closed. The door is closed. <laughs> so yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, can we? Sorry, um, follow us also on our uh, page, which is oh gosh, Black on Everything on Twitter and Instagram. Please make sure you yes. follow that. Follow that. That's the whole reason why you're here, guys. So follow that, and then you can follow the other ones. But follow that one first, Period. okay? But yes, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and cannot wait to return with, a, with another stunning installment of Black on That Bullshit. Till then, you guys have a wonderful night. Good night. Yeah. Or if it's daytime, have that too. You know, whatever time it is. Just be blessed wherever you are. Just listen. Yeah, just listen and enjoy. Bye. Bye.